Like, nigga, is you stupid, bro? Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but it's like a white lady seen him. was like, I'm going to get you out of there. I'm going to save you or whatever. And so he go to this. I mean, y'all saw the episode, yeah. but it's like that shit was so, it made my blood boil. It was so real. And then it, when, the, when the white lady was cooking the chicken. In the microwave. Man, that pink ass <laughs> he said, What? <laughs> hey, she said, She said, Should I put it in for 12 minutes? It was really dry last time. Yeah. Like, that shit is she not. in the microwave. And she yo. kept calling it fried yeah. chicken. And it was pink too. I Come was like, on, it like man. strawberry chicken. I'm Welcome to the first episode of season two on Behind the Red. I'm your host, Tim Gaines, and in front of me, we have the magnificent, most wonderful, utmost, Peach Curl. Okay, I get it, my shit be hard to envision, but mental prisons got niggas missing blessings. I ain't bullshit. I mean, you hear this shit, it's crazy, right? I might be biased, but this shit got the wavy light skin. Yes, sir, happy to have you on the show, man. I've been listening to you for a few months now, and I'm just honestly impressed. Like, damn, no one in Cleveland has your sound Appreciate or your that. abilities. Like, you, I can just tell by your music what you listen to is just, like, in a completely different category, too, I'm sure. I appreciate that, man. Yes, sir. I'm blessed to have you on. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I'm, 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 I'm glad to be here. This is crazy. Se- episode one, season two, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, let's sir. Go, yes, sir. Kick it off. So let's just dive right into it. Um, let's get to know Peach Girl, Peach Curls. Who is Peach mm-hmm. Curls? Tell us about yourself. Uh, shit, oh, what you want to know? Like, so I, I mean, I'm me. <laughs> all right, all right. How long you been making What's music up, for, gang? Uh, I've been making music for a long time, man. Word. I started, I started producing. In like 2008, word. I started songwriting in like 2007, word. But then I started playing guitar in like 2004, word. And so I've been doing all of that, all of them things, and then you know amassing other skills yeah, over yeah. The, over these last goddamn, what is it now? 2022. So what that is like, 15, 16 years down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. 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 18 years. No, no, that's 04. Yeah, I started. Oh, yeah, oh, actually, 04. 04 that's 18 years. That's 18 years. Yeah, that's 18 that, years. You know I've been doing this shit for 18 years, man. Word. That's crazy. It's Damn. crazy because I can actually tell. Like, I knew when I listened to you, I was like, I was just like, where's this nigga been? You know what I mean? I was just like, I like, man. I've been needing to hear this. You feel me? Thank it's like you. a, it's like a refresher. Is the best way I can describe it. You know what I mean? Because I feel like nowadays, or Cleveland sound is just like so. Whatever it is, it's, I'm not the biggest fan of it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like the hyper pop, or you have like the super like doughboy trap. You know what I mean? I don't really think. I mean, this is about to be controversial yeah, or whatever, but I don't really think that Cleveland has a sound right now. Mm. I think that. Uh, I think that. Um, uh, and I don't want that to get like misconstrued in me saying that I don't think Cleveland has an immense, immensely concentrated and and immense in size mm-hmm. talent level. It's just that, like, the Bay Area got a sound. You must have. You feel me? Chicago got a sound. Detroit got a sound. New York got a sound. London, sound. <coughs> Miami, Facts. Atlanta. Yeah. All these places got their own sound. We had a sound. What was it? It was, you know, it's kind of like bone, for real, for real. Ah, uh, thug, bone, Like, thug. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, melodic, uh, that melodic kind of, 
you know, chopper style flow mm-hmm. with um, you know, with them dark them dark sounds. Even Cuddy was kind of embodying that. When yeah, he was, I never realized when he that. First, you just first, said that yeah, actually. you know them that smoky voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hella layers and yeah. shit. That's that's what I think the Cleveland. And then we had the cap rap scene. The cap rap scene. What's that? Okay, so from like in the early two thousands, <clears throat> when like Pooh Gutter, Fat Al, Jet Lee. Uh, so Corey Bates, yeah, from, yeah, these <laughs> all like St. Clair niggas, East Cleveland niggas. Yeah, yeah. Um, they all went to like Glenville and Collinwood, and you know various schools in the city. They it was like a sound that was influenced by Houston. Ah, and it was called cap rap. So like niggas like Tezo, that's an, he was another big cap rap nigga. Um, yeah, it was like they it was niggas rapping about extremely braggadocious shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, then they, you know, some very specific ad libs like niggas just say something they'd be like, right, or yeah. get there, yeah, or yeah, arm yeah, broke yeah. whole shit at home, like <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, Chip, Chip the Ripper, Chip he the Ripper. started out capping, like he was okay. a cap rapper originally, Word. and then he transitioned to the more kind of he always was lyrical, he was like the lyrical cap rapper, you really? know what I'm saying? He was the nigga for real, he still is the nigga, yeah, yeah. And um, but then he got with Cuddy and started making kind of more commercial, uh, if you will say. And I'm gonna I'm say generic, and mm-hmm. I and I don't want to. And I, generic is not a bad word. Generic just means it's more. It was just more. It was less you less less distinct. Mm-hmm. His style was just less distinct when he went more to LA. More for all, exactly. Versus like exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got you. Got you. And that's what I think. <clears throat> when I say Cleveland don't got a sound, it's like we don't have a distinct. We got like niggas that's hard Facts. in all these different uh, areas, but nobody's really like distinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except so, like you know some some of the underground niggas like Tay Miles, Kip Stone, me, yeah, yeah. West Will, you know what I'm saying? Affinity, uh, you know it's a lot of niggas, man. That's got a distinct sound, and I think that we coming up, we finna be the ones to like solidify a sound in here. Freshy, that's another one. Freshy, of course. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. What, what, what would you consider your sound exactly? Uh, I. I don't I, I was, know. I don't know what it would be either because I was listening to like all your music and I'm just like so many like different sounds on like one album, which is what I like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like it sounds complete. You know what I'm saying? Like you get appreciate different it. flavors of like your mind. You feel me? I appreciate versus just like that. one song just with ten different verses for the whole album so with some yeah. stuff you feeling like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same beat, same drum pattern for Literally. the whole album. Same everything. Yeah, same BPM, you same key. But not in this case. Yeah, not in this case. Uh, I think my sound is like an amalgamation of like, you know, everything that I'm influenced by. I know that sounds like a cliche, but I'm going to break it down. Like Cleveland, for instance, like the city of Cleveland, I think our culture is an amalgamation of several different uh, um, regions in the country. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a nigga from Cleveland could go to any of the cities I named, New York, L.A., Atlanta, and like fit right in mm-hmm. and like understand the culture and like understand even what niggas is saying. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know why that is, but I think that we just got, uh, we we are some sort of like, we have some sort of connection to like the entire country somehow. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a big city though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not small. And um, I think that like, <clears throat> That's how I reflect, you know what I'm saying, where I'm from. It's like I, I, I grew up listening to mm. like everything, bruh, from 
you know what I'm saying, Outkast to Mike Jones to yeah. goddamn OG Ron C mixtapes, Mac Dre, E40. I was listening to all that Master P, Cash Money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have a question actually. Did you like grow up in church at all? I went to church. I wasn't Word. I, I okay. wasn't I wasn't really brought up too religiously. My mama was like young, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So um, and I say that mainly because a song like "Move On" off mm -hmm. of um, Sketchbook Volume One, it really gives me like like church vibes. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I feel like it could be something that like the whole choir singing with the pastor going along, like up on the on, on the podium. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And like the the chord, the church like chords, and like um, what's that piano with all the the tubes and stuff? Organs. The organs. organs you feel yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's that Outkast influence, man. Word, you know what word. I'm saying? And that D'Angelo influence, like. Word. I used to just love. I, I love how like Outkast and D'Angelo make, and, and this other, Dungeon Family that whole, and the, all them Atlanta niggas and all them Virginia niggas like, they have a way of making like, you know what I'm saying unapologetically black. Yeah, music, that's the best word unapologetically. And I yeah, just yeah. wanted. I just I just love that. So I so whenever I get the chance to you know, just make some like shit that's like, you know. Black people are gonna feel this on an instinctive level because it's like that's Jesus, what it like, felt like. You know I'm not what I'm gonna cap that song. Move yeah. on for sure. Yeah, definitely moves you. You feel me? Yeah, it just feel like some, it feel familiar even though you never heard it before. That's literally that's shit. the best way I could describe it. Like I like it reminds me of um like what is it the UGK players anthem a little mm -hmm. bit in like in similar ways like with the patterns and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. super big fan. Um, Thank you, man. So my next question to you is. Um, describe the album a little bit, like what, like what went into making it, like what was your mindset like? Because I feel like it's, it's like really personal. Almost. It is. Uh, so I, uh, you know, my father died in 2020. Okay. Rest in peace. From, yeah, rest in peace. He died from cancer. It was pretty abrupt, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I, I, and while he was going, you know, transitioning or whatever, I was, I had been working on a project already that I put out right after he died called Meadow. Yeah, yeah, I love Meadow. Um. But like, I mean, nothing. You think something happened to you until something happened to you. You mm -hmm. dig what I'm saying? Most so like, have. when I was working on Meadow, I had been through all the, you know, all the struggles of being like a, a underachiever, and all the struggles of being, you know, a starving artist and traveling all around and mm -hmm. not really getting nowhere. So I thought I had some shit to say. So I made this pro. I made that project. But then this project, Sketchbook. It wasn't even gonna be nothing. It, that's why I called it sketchbook. Really? Because uh, around the time my father <clears throat> got sick, my sister started. Uh, she taught herself how to draw. Really? And she cold now. She did some of the artworks for the for the album, but yeah, she yeah. is cold now. Like you would. She been drawing for like uh, I think a, almost two years. It'll be two years next month, right? You would think she'd been doing this shit her whole life. Shit. Like she that raw. And I just was seeing her. For a long time, I was the only artist in my family, mm. so I didn't really have nobody to share my experience with. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing my sister like kind of grow as an artist, try all these different styles, and uh, just you know, I'm seeing her like I I'm seeing the process again from like out from the outside looking in. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah. see somebody growing. I can see somebody falling in love with this thing, yeah, yeah. and I'm seeing her fill up her sketchbook with all this different shit. She wasn't bound by. None of the shit that I'm bound by, which is like trying to fucking. I can cuss on here, buddy, because I've been yeah, cussing yeah, like a motherfucker. Yeah, for sure. All for right, sure. so, um, me trying to goddamn like 
make some shit that's going to get placed on playlists or mm-hmm. make something that's going to like cater to this certain audience or whatever. I was so wrapped up in that that I forgot what the what how much fun it was to make art. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I started <clears throat> making stuff. Sketches, you yeah, feel yeah. me? You feel like you didn't have to like put yourself in a box. Exactly. Okay. I, she inspired me to really just do it again just for the sake of doing mm. it, you feel me? And then I, I what was on my mind at the time was what I had what I was going through like grieving grieving like the loss of my father, trying to figure out like where I stand now cuz um you know my existence and through nobody's fault or nothing like that. I mean, this was my father, so he the person I looked up to the most. Mm-hmm. My existence was kind of based on his, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Everything that I did, he was my point of reference. And I, and I, now I was at the point where, like, you know, damn, I don't have uh, this point of reference no more. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I can't just call it whenever I'm, like, feeling down or something. I can't call this. He used to give me, like, pep talks and shit, like, I'll be feeling like, man, I'm about to quit this music shit. Yeah, yeah. And he'd be on it. My father was like the the hypest hype man, bro. Word. Nigga, you... <laughs> man, you know what I'm saying? You better yeah. not quit, nigga. This, you supposed to be doing it. He'd get so hype, you would think he was mad at you. That's word, how hype word. he'd be for you. One time, Those, this nigga, those are the people you need, you know man, what I'm saying? Man, one time this nigga was talking to me about something. He got so hype, he poked me in the chest <laughs> and broke the skin, bro. He wasn't mad enough. He was just excited, bro. He yeah. poked me in the chest, broke the skin. So I didn't have that no more. So I was just, that's what I was writing about. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just experimenting with new sounds, new song structures. I'm like, why we got it? Why everything got to be chorus, verse, bridge, chorus? Let's mm. do some different, like, let's just, and that, and that's the trajectory I'm on now. And that's how that came about. Most of that. You know what I'm saying? Word. That's interesting though. And um, I, like, I think like you're blessed to like have somebody like that in your life. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people yeah. don't even have people like that for reference at all. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, even though he may not be here, like they did, like they they did that whole process throughout your life to kind of like live vicariously through that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like they like they've been prepping you for them to not be here this whole time. Yeah. So now it's kind of just to like take that lesson and just live with it. You know what I mean? Just live with it. Yeah. Most of that. Most if of that. it wasn't for him, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. He bought me my first guitar ever. Word. Everything. Every my first everything. It was. It's because of him. He the one that was like. I told him I wanted to do music. Did he play music at all himself or no? No, he had a record label. He owned okay. a record label in the '90s, and he, you know, he was trying to do his his Suge Knight, Master P thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, he was hustling at the same time, so like the hustling shit took over, and it was whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he just I just told him what I wanted to do, and he blindly believed in me and just went all the way in, and so I kind of owe it to I, I owed it to him to keep going, keep making yeah. music and shit. So you know I'm, I'm assuming you're still making music as like as of today, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, got you. Do you feel like you, you're writing from like a different place now than before? Uh, no, I just think I mean I, I am in a different place, but I always have written from you know what I'm saying my perspective based off what I'm going through. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So no, I I don't feel like I'm my process has changed. I just feel like what I the lens. I'm seeing through a different lens. Mm-hmm. So the process is the same, but now I'm just talking about n- new things, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Okay, okay. But but I am, you know, experimenting more and like really just, you know, going for it, just like gotcha. my sister be doing, you know. So since you're experimenting more, does that mean we might see a sketchbook volume two soon? 
that's why I left it open ended at Volume One because we need more songs. Ain't no t- right, and ain't no telling. Like it's like the sketchbook thing is just that. It's like uh, it's like sketches mm-hmm. that I feel like I can present. Because another thing that inspired me to do the sketchbook thing years ago. That's the thing when I'm making stuff like I'm. It's nothing. I'm never like sitting down. And it's in one sitting, I come up with the concept. Like, concepts mm. be taking years to, For real though. to collect. So, back in 20, maybe 16 or something, they did this. Uh, Jean Michel Basquiat had like a, uh, they brought his like notebooks Word. to the Cleveland Museum of Art. And you could see through his notebooks, right? Dead ass. Yeah. And it was like they had, they did a whole exp- exhibit and they had like it was some pages that just had like his grocery list on it and shit like that right yeah 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 so i'm thinking first thing i was thinking this shit is exploitative as fuck like this this nigga grocery list this is not art you know what i'm saying but then i was like (laughs) shit though he got to a point where you know what i'm saying his notebooks was just as valuable as his final pieces no literally literally and that's it that that kind of like that idea was just always playing in the back of my head. And like I said, then seeing my sister, and I just got to thinking, I'm like, man, you know, everything you say is as, uh, is as important as you say it is. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? So, like, that grocery list is important now because of what he, who he was. Yeah. So that's, that's how, that's where I'm trying to be at. Yeah. It's like, to like to work so hard that, like, like, for instance, like, What's it like Midas? Everything you touch turns to gold. In theory, you know what I mean. Yeah, but not like Midas, cause but not like yeah. That's that's a bad example because we all know how that story yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Man. Everything you touch is gold. Shit. Try man. to take a pee. Man, shit. Ah, bricked up for life. Try to shit. eat something. <laughs> hey. It's all gold. Man. But but yes though, okay. and trying to make trying to make uh, just trying to be thoughtful about everything that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And always trying to like you know, uh, be critical of you know myself, of the world, most of of art, etc. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like art and like music are both the same thing. It's more so like it goes with like life's experiences. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more you experience, the more you travel, the more you feel like you have some more to say that you didn't yeah. have to say before. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And for you to release like. Sketchbook Volume Two, or even another project, mm-hmm. is just like something you're already working on, or are you kind of just waiting for like another transition? Like, what's kind of like the deal? Because I know, do you like kind of only like release something when you feel like you have something to say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I'm always making songs. If you know me, if you are a close friend of mine, you probably have, <laughs> you probably got a, a hard drive's worth of. of demos and shit that I'm right. just trying to just do a heat check like yeah, yeah, yeah. all my friends add me to the heat check please man I've been needing more songs I got you I got you <laughs> so yeah I, I, you know I just I'm always like making shit heat checking shit um, and then when I feel like I have a complete statement then I start to think of like how to roll it out how to put it mm. out but I'm, I'm literally always making songs always every Word. single day like I can tell, just like I'm telling you about the album. I was like, because like when I first heard it, it was like your first work of, I've ever heard. You know what I mean? And I was just like, my first thought was, who is this nigga? Oh, like dead ass. I'm like, I'm like, yo, like I'm thinking I'm about to check the page, about to be like six hundred thousand followers. I'm like, 
Bro, what? Like for real? Like I'm telling you, if I was like an A and R or something, I would dead ass like sign you. And I'm not. I like like I love music. I like I just love like the way shit sounds. I'm like mm-hmm. you got whatever it is that you need. You know what I'm saying? Man, I appreciate that for sure. Sure, for I sure. Do y'all hear that? Man? Hey, once y'all check this, once y'all check his music on, out, man. it's for real. It's legit, man. Damn, man, this on the come up shit is getting old, man. bro. Like, man, God damn, man. Blessing yeah. to my ears though. But um, Thank you. Thank but um. Let's uh all right, so yeah, what's your favorite song off the album? Let's go there. I haven't one. Word. I haven't a favorite song. What took the most to make? Like what took like all right, you know what I mean? Like took what was like the biggest project for you on the on the project? Uh again, I don't know, because I'm like again, when I say I'm always working on songs, I'm like not to this is a very head assery thing to say. Mm. Like, you know. But you know how Kanye is like it's that nigga constantly updating shit. Man, the songs never sound shit. the same, bro. That's how the I life work. of Pablo first version is the best version, and mm-hmm. the shit don't sound the same no more. I hate it. That I but, work, I work like that. Where okay, I work okay. like that, where I will, I'll sit again. If you're one of my friends and you got that hard drives worth of heat check shit, you will, you know that I'll send you like six versions of the same song word. that have like maybe like this much is different, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? That's so I can't really, I don't ever really know um, how what it took to make a song because, mm. you know, some of these songs, lyrically, I, I I come up with lyrics pretty quickly, like once I once I feel like the song is at a good place where I can lay down a vocal idea, the lyrics is like mm-hmm. pretty much the first lyrics is the final lyrics. Word, I feel but that. the music aspect of it, some of them songs that I've been working on for years. You have to like tweak certain. Yeah. Okay. Some yeah. of those songs from that project you've been working on for years. Years. Which is crazy because like I was saying, it sounds like nowadays there's not much timeless music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I could play I could play this album in like two years and it'll feel like it still came out. Like, it's new still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a lot of stuff I feel like is, like, stuck in 2022 or stuck in 2020. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, like, this is, like, some shit that's, like, has no time slot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yeah, timeless. Timeless shit. Like, definitely. That's, like, that's like the perfect That's like the perfect goal, I feel like, as an artist is to make, like, timeless music. Mm-hmm. But most niggas cannot make timeless music. You know what I'm saying? They can. Everybody can. Mm-hmm. I just think that people just get caught up in the game. I, I mean, I was caught up in it, too. Like... You, but something in me wouldn't let me like put out a bunch of bullshit, mm-hmm. you know, because I just don't want to be misrepresented. I hate I, I hate the idea of giving somebody like a link to my music and they hearing some shit that does not is not representative of where I'm at uh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. representative of who I am. You know what I'm saying? I need my shit to be pristine because I need it to speak for me. Word. You dig what I'm saying? Because it is me, ultimately. It's like your story to the world. And when I die, like, that's the shit that's going to be left of me. Yeah. I don't really take a lot of pictures like that. I don't really, like, I don't really have no uh, huge, successful job. I don't have no kids. Not that I'm not saying that I won't, but I don't. So if I die today, I need something that's going to represent me. Exactly. And my shit represent me. But I think that everybody has the uh, ability to if you make music and you good at it, you got the ability to make some timeless shit. You just gotta be willing to like learn shit all the time and let shit like sit for a minute. Yeah, yeah. beat at your craft. Yeah, yeah. man. Word. Yeah, word. But but a lot of people don't make timeless music, which then you know. But a lot of people do. Yeah. You know. Speaking of timeless music, like what's in your like rotation right now? As far as like what you've been listening to. 
that Rosalia album. Where I've heard a lot about out. it. I've heard a lot about it. Do you know Spanish at all? Yeah, but I'm not like I'm not fluent. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can just get around. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? I got you. But uh, that shit is it's fire, man. That shit is a one, man. Man, a one. Is it more like? Uh, do you get any inspiration from it? Like, do you ever want to do like a like Hispanic Latin song? You ever thought about that? No, I don't. I don't ever want to do that. Okay, but not 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 anything against it. But that's it's just not. It's I'm not, not you. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Cleveland. You yeah, feel me? Feel I'm, I'm black. There's some taco Cleveland. spots in Cleveland. What you mean? I mean, got, yeah, but niggas said taco. Hell no, hey. no. But um, yeah, I'm just. I, I it inspired me in a sense that like I want to make kind of shit. Like I do want to make. I want to get weirder mm. because she is on some experimental, but it's like still beautiful and warm and big. Um, it's like still her. Or yeah. trying to find her. It remind me. Of, it remind me of like James Blake or mm. uh, this D'Angelo or or like Gabriel Garcon Montano. That's mm. another nigga that's always in my. I'm not hip. I'm not hip. Crazy. Big Hispanic artist. I'm assuming. He no. He. I mean, he does do some uh, Spanish language shit, but he from Brooklyn. Where Gab? What's um, his name? Gabriel Garcon Montano. Interesting, but it's like an American. Artist. He hard. Word. He like the word. Colombian D'Angelo, bro. Word, word. He's hard. I gotta get hit. Um, obviously, Outcast is always in rotation. Of Goody course. Mob is always in rotation. Gorillas. Yeah. Also, I got to meet Three Stacks by chance. Are but, you serious? Yeah, I saw him. Um, he told me why he was walking down Venice Beach playing a flute. Everybody who have seen this flute, nigga in yo. the past five years playing the flute. I'm like. That's is that three crazy. stacks? Yo, got a picture with it and everything. Cool. Like, that's probably crazy. definitely my number one most starstruck moment in history. Yeah. For sure. Man. He's three one stacks. of the greatest. And he's short, but he's like probably like 5'8. I believe it. I, I, thought, I don't know why I thought it was like 6'2, six, 6'3. Six, it's the aura. The aura. Hey, is no, big. for real, though. For nah, real. I believe it. Him and Big Boy ain't that much. Man, Big Boy probably like 5'5, five, five, man. Yeah. It's small as hell. <laughs> hey, but I, I always feel like I got to mention Big Boy when somebody mentions Andre. Because yeah. niggas be trying to sleep on Big Boy All like the time. he ain't the shit. Yeah, I be forgetting myself. I can't lie. Big I, Boy I'm is the shit. Most of. Just as good as Andre. It's the, it's they the equal are balance. Equal. It's they the equal are balance. fucking equals, bruh. But yeah, that's always in Outcast, Rosalia, right now. Oh, uh, I know this is gonna sound like I'm in a real like Latin American bag, but uh, Rodrigo Amarante is in in heavy rotation all the time. Word. Like I said, Gorillas, D'Angelo. You know, it's hard to quantify. Sly. Yeah, yeah. Sly is always in rotation. But yeah, just you know, whatever it, whatever is I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been on a uh, I've been on an indie rock. I was gonna say I noticed uh, you have kind of like a an indie st like style to you a little bit, mm -hmm. but there was I forget what song it is, but it's more so like folk almost. Strange. It is strange. Mm -hmm. That is one. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you get like a folk kind of inspiration from that one? I started out as a guitar player in a. In is a that band a guitar or like a banjo? It's a guitar. It's a guitar. Okay, guitar. it just sounds like a lot like flatter. Yeah, like but in in music, I started music out as a as a guitar player. Okay. I was yeah. I was in a band and everything. Word, word. Yeah, that's what that's where I really that's how I'm known. What was the band? If you it was know. called Thaddeus Anna Green. What does that mean? Uh just a name I came oh, up okay. with. Okay. This girl word. I was messing with in college, her grandfather's name was TJ and his okay. real name was Thaddeus, so I took that. <laughs> then I wanted a, I wanted a feminine Middle name, so I Word. made it Anna, and then I wanted a last name that was a color, but it was that wasn't white or brown. Yeah, yeah. So what other name makes sense as a color, but a last name? Yeah, green can't green. be like purple or blue yeah, or some corny shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah. shit corny. But um, 
yeah, that's I, we. That is what where I got my name from, like okay. where I got known from. Were you Peach Curls back then as well? No, I was just I was T.J. Macklin of Thaddeus and okay. the Green. Gotcha. And then uh, me and Kip Stone. I don't know if you know who Kip Stone is. I'm not familiar. I've seen the name before. He a rapper from Cleveland. We gotcha. we was like in a little collective together. We okay. we started out together. Okay. That's how he the person where I you know that's where I like kind of cut my teeth on producing and engineering and. If yeah. it wasn't for the work that I did with him, because uh, the reason why I started doing that with him is because he didn't have nobody to make him beats. He didn't have nobody to record them. So right. I was like, fuck it. Let me just learn how to do it. If I hadn't learned how to do it for him, I wouldn't know how to do it for myself. Most of that. Type shit. Most so of that. That's, yeah. I don't know how I got on that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. how that happened. Word. Uh, next question, actually. I'm curious. How'd you come up with the name Peach Curls? Uh... <laughs> I can't tell you, man. Word, word. It's a secret. Like, yeah, that's word. like. It's a secret. It's some. It's like you don't, it's, you don't got to if you don't want to. It's like lore. You know, I gotta build the lore. I, I want. You. I want one day. Maybe. Maybe when we like when we when we take off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we like next level. Yeah. You'll get the exclusive. You all know right, what I'm saying? Right, but you. I want that to be some shit that like, if I ever get like super super huge. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's it's kind of dumb and it's kind of simple. But like, if I ever get super, super huge, I want that to be kind of like, you know, an attraction. Word, word. Because I'm curious. Hear. I'm like, what it is? I'm like, that's just. It sounds so dope, and it looks good on paper. That's why. That's I, the craziest thing. Though. It looks good just looking at it. You, you know what I mean? Know? And, and it's it. like, it's like peach curls. What the fuck? What type of shit you no, make? Literally. And then you hear it, and it's like that don't sound nothing exactly. like what I thought it would sound. Exactly. Like. But it still fits the name at the same time. You, see you know what, what I'm mean? saying? Yeah, you yeah, get, yeah. you see the vision, man. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. And it is, it's, it's um. Some Cleveland shit too. It's low key some Cleveland shit. Word, so word. like you know, yeah. he likes peach rings, and he used to have curls in high school. That's I what do it, love that's what peach rings now. That's part of that's part of the deal. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting though. Okay, I'll let you say the secret for when it's time for uh, Bruce Wayne to release his identity. You know what I'm saying? You and and, I mean? and, and, <laughs> and we might get the exclusive on here, man. Hey, you know, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Um. So I want to go back into like your inspiration as far as music. Um, like what'd you listen to coming up? You know what I mean? Swisher House. Fucking Chameleonaire was my favorite man. rapper. Oh man, 2000 what? Like one to like 06? Man. The era. The man. big earrings, All the grill, that. the headband. All that. Lil Flip. Three, three do-rags, two hats. Yes. Man. But I ain't gonna hold you. I've been listening to the same type of music since forever. Word. Uh, Bow Wow. I used to love Bow Wow. Man, yeah, for sure. I used to love Fall Out Boy. Sure. I used to love. I mean, Jimi Hendrix was like God to me. Where you the, know one of saying? the only black guitarists. Exact. Which is still weird to think about, even right now, though. Man, but then you know, once you get into it, he if Jimi Hendrix listening to Jimi Hendrix got me into like things that wasn't hip hop and R and B. Like, mm-hmm. and then that's when I started learning about like blues and all of the people that he got his style from. Most definitely. And that got me into Prince, which got me into Sly, which got me into Stevie Wonder, and yeah, then yeah. I got Motown's it, It's like I got. I listened to Hendrix, and then I started listening to all this other type of music that kind of circled me all the way back to Outkast and yeah, like, yeah. like Missy Elliott right and roots. Timbaland and all yeah. that shit. So you, know you see where saying? they got their shit from, and you picked up on the stuff that they like, so it all just became like, I feel you. Yeah, I, I got to un- points of reference. Everything is about points of reference and shit. Yeah. Like, so I just, I just uh, figured, I, you know, I dug into who my points of reference points of reference was you exactly. feel what i'm saying the samples are the samples the samples are the samples <laughs> yeah 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 Word. do you use any samples in your album at all um 
uh, sketchbook. Yeah. Yeah, I use one sensu bean as a sample uh, from this. Uh, it's a genre of music called Nawa. That's, I've never heard of that. It's like a North African. Uh, sample we would never catch. Yeah, it's crazy. It's Word. crazy. It's like it's like some North African like bass percussion. You know what I'm saying? Religious Word. music, but it's like it's 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 like if it's undulating and like you know, like boom bat. No, Not no, it's bat. it's like round. Like it it doesn't have a defined. The bars don't have a defined beginning or end. They just mm. kind of like it's just kind of like this circular kind of thing, and you will hear like a bass. You'll hear you, you can find like these in this like kind of circular phrase. You can find little pieces that you can superimpose on like a four four grid Word. or some shit yeah, like that, yeah. and then put a kick and snare behind it. Word. And it's like one of them things like that a hip hop sample geek. Can't you don't you can't find these? Yeah, wouldn't yeah, wouldn't know. You can't find that. You, you cannot you. find that sample. Word. I implore you to try to find that sample. Man. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy because uh, your album's like so spiritual that I feel like I'm surprised. Like, like, did you make all those beats? Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Every, all my every song That's I ever crazy. put out, I made the beat. Word. Yeah. Because I know on your except for one, except for I got a song called Philippe. I didn't make the beat for that, but Word. every other song. I made the beat. Cause I you know your uh, your your like Spotify thing. It says I make books off the MacBook Pro, and mm -hmm. I'm like I'm like weak as fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm like you really do make your own beats though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Word. Word. All out the bedroom. All off the MacBook Pro. I just upgraded my setup a little bit, like last year. But before that, it was literally MacBook Pro, drum machine, yeah, microphone. That was it. Do you still like produce for other people too, or no? Yeah, I produce for other people. Okay. It's it's few and far between because people don't be seeing the vision, man. Like, man, I'm sitting here like I'm trying to make music now. I'm not gonna cap like yo, like it is. It's amazing. <laughs> people don't be seeing the vision, so out. I'll send somebody some like people. People love the idea of making left of center music, mm. weird shit, or like people have like they I they they, they want to make some weird shit, but they want to make some weird shit like the other weird shit that they heard. Yeah, and then I'll be like thinking to myself like, you think. When Pharrell sent Jay-Z the first Neptunes beat ever, you think that Jay-Z heard anything like that ever before? Never. No. Never. And that don't mean we need to go out and make beats that sound like Neptunes beats. Yeah, that yeah. means we gotta we gotta embody that mentality. Like, think about think about the song Caught Out There by Khalees. Yeah, yeah. I hate you so much right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember the first time you heard that? I do. I remember the first time I heard that. It was unlike anything I had ever. It was the weirdest shit I ever heard before. Yeah. But but I couldn't. It, I I loved it though. You know what I'm saying? It it just hit. So that shit fucked me up. Ever since then, I've been trying to make shit that don't sound like nobody else shit, mm. but it's still good. And I send people music, and for whatever reason. You know, they don't know. They don't really. They don't really see the vision. So I just end up. They end up like kind of ghosting me. Word. So then I end up just using the beat for myself. That's hard to believe, man. Like I'm just man. That's crazy. Yeah, Your shit's man. just so different. I feel like a lot of niggas might not be able to like step in that lane. Also, sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Not even so different, but so you. But I. But you see, know what we, I'm was, we was talking about before we started filming. We was talking about Pusha T, right? Yeah. And we was talking about clips and shit. And it's like, um. Hold on, I gotta get some lip chop. I feel. Like, uh, you good? You good? But we was talking about Pusha T and and them, nigga. 
Lord willing, the beats on that album were strange as slappers. Fuck, but they was all hard, and them niggas was talking about gangster shit, like on the yeah, beat. Yeah, the most gangster shit. You know what I'm sure. saying? For sure. Um, For sure. Cash Money, Manny Fresh beats was weird as fuck. Yeah, Timberland the juvenile was, beats at first. Them, them, yeah, them yeah. bitches was hella weird, yeah, yeah, but yeah. but that shit became like it became the sound because niggas was like, this is what it is. So Thanks. you gonna like this because this is what it is. And the rappers at the time wasn't it wasn't so much information out here, mm. so they couldn't be like, all right, it, there was no tight beats back then. Mm-hmm. Now everything is you not not everything. That's don't let me let me not speak in absolutes, but like tight beats exist. And people want to sound like their favorite rappers because it's accessible to. It's really easy to mm. sound like something that already exists. Most it's, you can download a template. You can download a sample pack. You can you can get a tight beat. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So when you hear some shit that's kind of unlike any of that, you can't even perceive it as dope, or you, you or you don't think that you can walk on it. But it's like, yes, you can. I'm not asking you to. Sound, I'll send a nigga a beat and they'll. One of the critiques would be like, well, this sounds like some you shit, but I don't think I can get on this. And I'm like, I'm not asking you to sound like me on this. I'm asking you to sound like you on this. Yeah, like bring your own flavor. Right. You know what I'm saying? When when Jay-Z worked with Timbaland, he wasn't asking Jay-Z to sound like Missy. He was asking Jay-Z to sound like Jay-Z. And that brought a whole nother element to Timbaland's sound. Mm. And then they grew together. It was There is a clear Timbaland-Jay-Z sound now. And there's a clear Timbaland Missy sound now, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But they still, they still in the same family type yeah. thing. You dig what I'm saying? So that's what I be trying to get people to just kind of trust me. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's kind it's hard, man, because it's easy to it's easy to make uh, something that sounds like something else and get a big playlist placement exactly. and then get 500,000 streams yeah, and then yeah, yeah. You you know, run it kid, up. You got the whole, yeah, 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 yeah. Capitalism wins again, you yeah, know? Yeah. So <laughs> I just got to keep doing me and keep affecting people the way that I affected you. Yes, yes. In the sense that like, and one day, niggas going to be like, wait a minute, man. You know, in the pantheon of like underground Cleveland artists, like niggas going to have to mention me. Man, no You know for what real. I'm saying? Like, for real. I'm listening to the shit. I'm like, this nigga is not signed. That's literally right. like my like. I'm not gonna cap like for sure, for sure. Right, man. So I don't know what the question was though. Um, something about like artists you you produce. Produce of other artists. There okay, is, yeah. yeah. I but I am currently working on a project with oh. uh, this my homegirl from New York. Her name is Stones. Word. Um, I'm producing her old EP. Actually, I'm finishing that up. Um, and then I'm producing some shit for an artist called Affinity. Uh, you mentioned him earlier. Is it he or she? She. she. Okay, you mentioned one him earlier. One of the coldest rappers. Word, word, word. On earth. Lyricist? Lyricist. She can word. freestyle, sound like Rittens. Word. Yes. Word. She's crazy. But so I'm working with her, doing some production for her. But then that's kind of, and, and uh, a couple of Bay Area artists, like, okay. you know, but nothing major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All works, good work, you know what I'm saying? Plus you're getting, yeah. like, getting like your mind out there to the public. That's what I like to think about yeah. it. Is, you know what I'm saying? The more people the more people besides me that jump on my shit, the more people will kind of start to trust what I'm saying. What's that? Because it's, you know, right now I'm just, I'm just like the nigga, like, bro, trust me, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, when I finally have some shit other than my own records that I produce, then it's going to be like, okay, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And I, I this is, I'm about to go, go, you know, I don't see how. <laughs> Talk your shit. Talk your I don't shit. see how you can hear what I do with one of my records and and can't trust that I can make it what it do what it do. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But it's not for me to see. Hey, everybody got different uh, agendas or different perceptions, perceptions, right. you know what I mean? Different goals. I feel different. like you just can't take anything too personal, especially in the music game nowadays, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just, you know. It's tough, though, because like this game, man, you you be around all these people that kind of big you up in private, you know, like mm. niggas be like, man, you one of the Raws, nigga, I got that. Just so you know, I got this from you. I got that. Every, you, I hear that all the time. Yeah, yeah. But then when it come time to like really like, you know, solidify that shit and lock in, then it's like crickets. So yeah. it's hard not to take it personally, but I don't I I, I don't take it personally because yeah. uh it's anybody's game at this point still. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. Do you feel like um hip hop is shifting right now? What you mean? I feel like the sound is like in a weird space right now. Like there's no like official sound that's like hot right now. Cause we have like Atlanta's hot, mm-hmm. we got the little baby gunner sound, we got the Detroit sound. Mm-hmm. Then it's like we got the trippy red, I guess like rage beat rage town. But I feel like nothing's really like at number one if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like a sound? Yeah. That's cause that's cause globalization, the internet. Yeah. It, I don't think it's hip hop. I think it's just like the world mm. is different. Everything is specialized. So you can you could be a hip hop fan and your algorithm can be all like uh, Amine. Earth yeah, yeah. Gang, Jid, you know what I'm saying? Them type of niggas. Or you can be a hip-hop fan of your algorithm can be, you know what I'm saying, uh, NBA Youngboy and Lil Durk yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and them niggas. Or you can be a rap fan and your algorithm can be Drake and all the pop, super yeah, yeah. pop star, and the Doja Cat and them the niggas. The digital kids you know now kind of control a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, I don't think it's shifting. I think it's just like now it's a, a, it's always been like this. But I think now it's kind of a more like each of these niche subgenres of rap and rap is a young hip hop music is young. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Especially rap music is like young. You got to think about how many subgenres there are in in rock and roll. Like, and then you got heavy metal. That's a subgenre, but it's like it's like such a big subgenre that it's almost, it's almost a whole nother exactly, genre. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of trap. It's like a yeah. subgenre that's big enough to kind of be its own genre because there's so many different avenues of trap. Rap is like kind of growing into something that's as major as its uh counterparts, you know? Mm. So uh I think it's I, I never do, thought I think about it's, that. thought about it like that. I never even thought about rap having its own subgenres. Yeah, and that's it does. Because it definitely does by it now. It does. Like sure. you could be a rock and roll nigga and you could you could be a classic rock and roll nigga and it's 2022 and you still wearing bell bottoms bell bottoms yeah. smelling like patchouli. <laughs> but then you could also be a rock and roll nigga and like you could be on some like the nineteen seventy five shit. Yeah. Or yeah. like Metall- you could be one of them Metallica type niggas yeah, or a yeah. Cannibal Corpse type nigga or a pop punk type nigga. Like, rap is young, like I said. So, it's and 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 the appeal is finally not even finally the appeal is just matured to a point where, you know, it's something it's some rap for everybody now. Most of. I mean, you got to think rap is so young that some of the niggas that started rap 
are still alive. Yeah, like the 80s is when it really came around. 70s, you want to come like the Sugar Hill Gang. That's like the first rap song for real. For Rick real. Rubin is one of the first rap producers Everybody of all time. Yes, and and he's best. still producing yes, records today. Yes. How old is he anyways? I think he's in his 50s. He in his Man. 50s. Uh, you know, Dr. Dre is older than LL Cool J, and LL Cool J was one of the first niggas, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, like 16 coming off the block, no cap. That's what I'm That's saying. Crazy. Rap is young, man. Yeah. Hip-hop culture in general is young. It's our, it, well, my parents' age. My mom is 52. Rap is my mama's age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you, do you have, I have this theory that I feel like rap was, like, so cool at first because it was, like, I guess, like, different and, like, I guess, like, like, What's the word like edgy? You're not not edgy, but almost just like, like put it this way: like if white kids were listening to it, it was almost like a, a shocker at first. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <clears throat> Excuse me. But now we're getting more into like I feel like raps like gentrified in a way, mm-hmm. or like just so like so oversaturated that it's almost like not seen as what it, what originally was. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's losing its culture sometimes. I mean that we so we run into when we think when I when you think like that you run into like the 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 you run the risk of like sounding like them jazz elitists. You you know mm. you ever been you ever know anything about the jazz world? A little bit. So it's like it's elitist. It's jazz elitist. It's like man, you know, jazz isn't what it used to be, man. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> you know, yeah. but back in the day when jazz first like kind of started brewing, bebop and all of these things were kind of in their infancy. It was like this kind of underground kind of dirt. Same with blues. When blues kind of started out, it mm. was like this underground folk music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there wasn't a lot of like uh, academic discussion about it. There wasn't really a lot of commercial interest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But then as it, as the culture grew and the culture started to prove itself important, and by, important by whoever standards, I don't know, because it was always important to the people it was important to. Mm. I know that sounds circular and like kind of like a non-statement, but it does. I, I, for, for to not make this a racial conversation, because I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you know, black people was kind of at the he- were at the helm of you know blues and jazz music. There were just like in hip hop, black and brown people was at the helm of that. There were some integral white figures in the world at its inception. Yeah. Same with jazz. But it still didn't have a lot of commercial interest or a lot of cultural importance. Until recently. Well, until like it started like kind of people started to realize the how profit. sophisticated it was and how hard it was to make mm-hmm. and how complex the 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 arrangements were and the the virtuosity of the players. Mm-hmm. And then you had, you know, their version of, you know, clean jazz or smart jazz yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know and then the, you, you you got like different genres you started to get big band shit and you started to get the bebop world and then yeah, you got yeah. the cool jazz and the hot jazz and west coast jazz and then the, you know just like rap mm. and then rap so you can kind of compare that to the hip-hop world in the same way hip-hop art all of that shit was super underground at first. Didn't have a lot of commercial interest. It was just a bunch of dirty street kids. It was yeah. folk. It yeah. was a folk culture. The music was folk music. In the most urban terms. Exactly. Yeah. But then it started to get Russell Simmons and you know all of these like moguls in hip hop started to prove hip hop culture and rap music's co- uh, commercial viability and its like cultural importance. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when you started to see, 
you know, sort of more, uh, you know, more capitalistic push in the realm. And now we at a point where it's billions it's, it's of dollars. All in capitalistic. Yeah. It, it's it's a it's capital. You know what I mean? Literally, yeah. literally. But you still have those. You, the it's still very important to the people that's in, it is important to, like me and you, yeah, yeah. who our lives are dedicated to hip hop culture in some way. Yours being such a huge fan of it that you want to document it. Mm-hmm. Mine being such a huge fan of it that I want to make it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we the people that's going to keep it going, keep it alive and keep it true. Just like it's people in that in jazz that's going to always keep it going, keep it alive and keep it true. Most and they never, it's, it's, that's why I say like if you're an elitist, then I don't consider you a real fan because you don't love it. You don't love it. You just love knowing more about it than somebody else. Exactly. Mm. And that's whack as fuck to me. I know what you mean. I feel like the Grammys is almost elitist. Of, I mean, you know 100, of course. I mean, I yeah. feel like in order Come to be on, a man. Grammy nominator, you got to be an elitist. Not, yeah. not have to be, but like that's what they look for. Well, you also, I mean, the Grammys is notoriously racist. You know, Always. Little Richard never won a Grammy. Really? So, yeah. So, you know, fuck the Grammys. The Clips never won a Grammy. So, you know, fuck, fuck the, Grammys, the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I want one, though. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's important, but like, I mean, it ain't. It don't really mean nothing. It's just like it's just an accomplishment. It's more like a benchmark than anything else, really. Mm -hmm. If you win a Grammy, then you kind of know that like you are on a level of you are you are you are at a high level of creation where like you can pretty much say and do whatever you want to do. It's just up to you to have like the courage to keep doing it. Mm, It's real. You know that's why people like. That's why people like uh, the Gorillas are so influential to me because they, Grammy? they got several Grammys. That's interesting because they're like their genres are like, is it? It's not considered rap, is it? I mean, it's it's definitely some hip hop influence yeah, in there, yeah. but they got like dub influence, reggae influence. But I wonder what the Grammys like for, like what specific genre they, they probably like got. You know, they probably got songs of the year, records of the year, yeah, albums yeah, of the year, that type of, of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's why there's a lot of movies too. A lot that's of that's mo- why like the chase scenes, man. I never understood like how much. And Gorilla's been around for a minute too. Since two thousand one. Yeah, I, I recently got hip to them probably the last like five six years, so I'm like super late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They crazy, and that's why I stay in that like kind of genreless space because like when you artists that live in like a genreless space are kind of eligible for a lot more uh, opportunities, and they kind of you get recognized for a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like people will never truly understand how important Trap or Die was by Jeezy, right? They won't ever really understand how important that shit was. Man. And that's, classic, a, that's a shame. Classic, Just like yo. people won't ever understand how important Friday was. Man, uh, yeah. Very yeah, important. Yeah, Should've won an Oscar. Cult classic. Should've won an Oscar. classic, bro. You feel me? Yeah. And like, so I kind of picked up on that and said, all right, I'm going to embody what those things embody, but I'm going to play the game a little bit and stay like kind of genreless so that I can shine a light on what I think is important in a way that like a massive amount of people can like kind of digest and enjoy. You mm-hmm. don't have to really fully, you don't have to write think pieces to understand like how good something that I make is yeah. or be like kind of corny about it and say like, well, Trap or Die is, you know, as important <laughs> as Illmatic. Like that's you not know, corny yeah. shit. You don't you gotta compare, saying? you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. This is accepted for what it is. Yeah. Um, so you said you're not really into sports like that, you know what I'm saying? So you're more of a TV cinema dude, film dude, I assume, right? Love, love, love movies, love cartoons, love TV shows, yes. So I'm hit you with the ultimate, what's your favorite movie? Friday. 
Word. Okay. Was, all right. That's a quick answer. One hundred percent. My favorite word. movie of all time. Word for word. Know it. I know the whole movie word for word. You can put it on. I'm. I never don't want to watch it. Word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when I'm having a panic attack. If I watch Friday, calm me right back now. Home. I feel you. I feel. I you. love that movie. What's your What's your reason? Feels like home, kinda. It's just like really it's captures the, black culture the way it's supposed my to. My like, my like, uh, my like, nerdy reason mm. is because it's like the most to me the most accurate portrayal of black people in cinema in any movie history. I said in that all of movie history. Friday is the most accurate representation of how black people talk to each other, how black people move, how they how we think, yeah, how we yeah. you know what I'm saying. I was between that and the Boys in the Hood. Those two, cause that cookout scene in Boys in the Hood, yeah, I was like, this is feels like feels like you just watching someone's life. It's regular niggas. You know what I'm saying? But the only yeah. thing about Boys in the Hood is like, you know, the drama aspect of it. Like, it's very dramatic. Most of you a know lot, what I'm a saying? Lot happens in that movie. And life can be like that, but more often than not, life is like Friday. Yeah, then for sure. For boys sure. in the hood. Even even if you're from the hood, like niggas might come shoot up the street. Yeah. That's but like, yeah. it ain't it ain't like in Boys in the Hood where it's like stops time yeah, unless yeah, somebody yeah. dies. But like, nigga, I done been sitting around, niggas start shooting, you run in the house, then you come outside and the day continues. Yeah, like nothing no, happens. Like it's you a normal Tuesday, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Where, where, where the ice cream man at? You exactly. <laughs> so that's, so yeah, Friday is like, hands down, my favorite movie. Okay. They it was lightning in a bottle. They didn't even know what they was doing. They, they didn't though. And lightning what, in a bottle. What, what, what I found funny is the budget for that movie was so, so low. low. Like I think they made that in probably under five million dollars. Yeah, five million dollars. Uh, five million. million. Yeah, and it grossed over. Crazy. God knows how Crazy. much. You know what I mean? It's probably like double platinum or double Three diamond. locations. That's it. Three really? locations. <laughs> really? Craig's house, Smokey's house, and the corner store. That's funny as hell. Yeah, you're right. That's that's right. It takes place on the entire porch and inside the house. Come on, man. That's crazy. It's a classic, bro. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's 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 and it takes place in one day. Flawless. That's like it's a flawless part. movie, bro. Yeah, yeah. For real. For real. For real. Man, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Word. So what's uh what have you been watching lately? Like far as like T V wise. Right. You you have to severance. Someone's told me about that though. Is it on Hulu? It's on it's on Apple TV. Word. Man, that Word. shit's so crazy, bro. Severance is crazy. It's a TV show or it's a TV show. Word. Niggas gonna make me get Apple Plus now. You gotta I'm gonna have hey, to check it out. Severance is crazy. I've been watching the new Proud Family crazy. That shit is good though. And they're yeah. cussing it a little bit too. I was like, yeah. Word. Word. And it's like laugh out loud, funny, you yeah. know? Um Man, I, if it's on TV, I'm watching it, bro. Where you get to like, Snowfall? Snowfall, I watch. Of course. Snowfall. What you think about this new season? I think it's a little. It's kind of boring. It is, bro. It yeah. is. It's, they, they, it's, it ran its course. They get, they have, they got Walking Dead syndrome. Yeah, and I feel like John Singleton died. We all know that, right? So it's like yeah. the original director. You can tell it's not the same director. Also, yeah. it's just a lot of pieces missing. A lot of like. I don't know. It's just not it. Even the even the word selection, the dialogue, kind of corny, kind of corny, yeah, yeah. kind of like I still watch it because I'm locked in. I've been watching since season one, Most and bad. I'm just committed. But like, yeah, it's definitely a drop. But like you know, Game of Thrones went through it, Man, lost I, in quality. I never watched it before, but I heard it was solid. It was solid, but you know, the la every, notoriously the last three seasons are like ass. The you worst. Know what I'm you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. But you got to watch it all the way through. Walking Dead was like that, where like it just got. Comp it's still on. Man, it's on like that. season like sixteen or something. That. Fifteen. Can't believe. Like Grey's Anatomy, but with zombies. Get bro. it out of like, here! Come on, get now. it out of here! For real. And it killed the whole first cast. What's the point What's at this the point? point? The and they got like two whole like separate series now too. I'm yeah, like, come on, now. it's trash. It's trash. But um, yeah, I'm watching Atlanta. You know, what you think about that new uh the new season? 
Love it. The first episode with the um with the the black kid who goes with the white family because yeah. his mom was wilding. When the, first of all, it was so real because like it made my blood boil. Yeah, how real it was when she was disciplining her son in the school and the guidance counselor intervened. It's like people. It's like that's the thing I'm talking about. Like being black is so crazy because like. You even got to parent your kids in private because, like, yes. people police how you do every fucking thing. Like, culturally speaking, this is how black people raise their kids. Yes. That boy was not being abused. His mama was trying to instill in him the importance of, nigga, you got to act right. And it's not fair, but you are a young black dude. And if you do anything not right, they're going to call you stupid. Literally. Or they're going to kill you and put you in jail. That's that's not an exaggeration. It's not. That's it's not. not it sounds like TV. a joke until you For all are the white people game. watching, yes. all the white followers, yes. that shit is true, bro. Yes. They tried to do that shit to me because I was bad in school. Like, I was a talkative, you know, jokester in school, yeah, right? Yeah, They tried to put me in a slow class. Yeah. Word. My mama was not having it. I, I can imagine, you And she had the same exact conversation with me Word. that the mama on Atlanta, like, nigga, is you stupid, bro? Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, But it's like a white lady seen him. was like, I'm going to get you out of there. I'm going to save you or whatever. And so he go to this... I mean, y'all saw the episode, yeah. but it's like, that shit was so... It made my blood boil. It was so real. And then it, when, the, when the white lady was cooking the chicken... In the microwave. Man, that pink ass <laughs> he said, what? Yeah. Hey, she said, she said, should I put it in for 12 minutes? It was really dry last time. Yeah. Like, that shit is she not. in the microwave. And she yo. kept calling it fried chicken. Yeah. And it was pink too. I Come was like, on, it like man. strawberry chicken. I'm like, yo. Yeah. Then he like, where the washcloths at? She said, there is no washcloth. Washcloth. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You know what I think so crazy is that like, I don't know how true this is, but a lot of my like white friends, they don't use washcloths. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I'm curious. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, is that even a cultural <laughs> barrier? Or is that just like hygiene? I think it, I think it's saying? a cultural thing because I ain't going to hold you. He's got that bar soap going to town. I ain't like, going to hold you. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I, I really don't think you have to use a washcloth to bathe. But unless you just floss in the asshole, but with the, you know what I'm saying, man. black folks, black folks, you know what I'm saying, we think how we think. Yeah, it's cultural. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but and then when they was giving him that wild ass nickname, I was saying, I was saying before we started that's shooting, crazy. like that's like kind of a microaggression, you yeah. know. Like, we'll explain it a little bit. The the nickname, how his name was uh originally like Latrell, Aquarius, Aquarius, but they were like, let's just call him Larry for Larry. short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, I, before I even saw the episode, me and my mom was talking about that very same thing. Because we was talking about the Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Thomas. Is that her? Is it Ketanji? What is, is the, it? What? Ketanji Brown Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's Brown Jackson, right? Look at her. I don't want to get I don't want to get her name wrong. I think it's Ketanji Brown Jackson or Jackson Brown. Let's see. Just heard Katanji, man, I'm like, shit, how do you spell it? Oh, yeah. Katanji Brown Jackson. Jackson. It's just how it's spelled, literally. It's spelled how it looks. And all these people are pronouncing her name wrong. And you can pronounce Stoyavkovic or some shit like that or a last name that's all consonants. But you can't pronounce fucking Katanji. Literally. It's bullshit. It's a a microaggression. It's to like kind of like make you have to identify yourself by they standards. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And like we, my mom was talking because my mom has been a teacher or was a teacher for like my whole life. Mm-hmm. Now she like teaches teachers. Okay, well. but um, yeah, it's like you get it. You 
have a bunch of kids, they're five years old, they have nobody advocating for you. You got this bigoted teacher telling them that their name is too hard to pronounce. And not only are they like coming up with nicknames, they making funny faces at the name. Yeah. They they making comments on the name. And so and like somebody's name might be uh uh, you know, Laquarius, right? Yeah. And they say, oh, we're just going to call you Larry, bitch. No, you're not finna just that's, call me Larry. Not, that's not my name. close to my name. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Like, you can pronounce fucking Timothy Chalamet. You can pronounce fucking Laquarius, yeah, bitch. Sound it out. Like, literally. How you going to teach me how to read? You can't read my fucking name. Literally, you want me you know to respect you and like answer to like some bullshit nickname you gave me every exactly. day like I'm a pet or exactly. something? You know what I mean? Exactly. So... That shit hit so home to me, and every time they called him Larry, my blood boiled. Like, yeah, that's not his hey, name. Larry. That's hey, not Larry. his Man. name. You know what I'm saying? So like, crazy. And then the episode when they was in Europe, Man. that shit was crazy. Yeah, because you said you you were in Scandinavia. I was in Sweden. Spent some time in Sweden, Sweden okay. which is right. That's Scandinavia, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was just funny to to see like kind of American black people uh, experience like European. Racism because European racism is I a lot. I forgot about that. It's a lot different yeah. than American racism because it'll make you think that it's cool. They make you think it's cool because it's like they are nice and they. It's not <laughs> you know. It's not really yeah. like American racism is like. If I can simplify it, it's, it feels aggressive and violent mm. and like very hateful. Yeah, yeah. European racism is that, and I'm specifically talking about against black people and black Americans, like. European racism is all of those things, but it's kind of like disguised as like ignorance. Like, mm. oh, we just, you know, we're just, he's just one of Santa Claus's elves that fell down the chimney. Like, yeah, yeah. And then the nigga was like, sound like he was one of Santa Claus's slaves. <laughs> like, good rebrand. I respect the rebrand yeah, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, like, I'm That's not. That's what it was. Dumb, one like, of his elves? And then, elf? and then the when he was, uh, when he was trying to beat up Earn, he ended up whooping a nigga ass that was in blackface. Yeah, because he, he... Racist, he, he, he nigga. He said, I'm sorry I'm doing this. I don't know why black, I'm doing this. Because he looked like a black person. Yeah. Like, and it was a white man and... No, some Liam Neeson yo. shit, bro. Everyone forgets about that. Everybody, Everybody forget about I that. Forget. I, I forget. I did not forget about I haven't that. Watched it. I haven't watched Taken, One, Two, or Three Cents, and nigga, I love the movies. I'm going to tell you right Get now. Get him out of here. But I'm like, I can't watch it. Get him out of here. Man. But like, yeah, so that was... Because uh, over there, it's like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, uh, it's, you will fuck around and really not realize that, you know, they was, they was talking to you aggressively or talking to you, talking down to you until you like kind of get home and get to thinking like, wait a minute, that bitch was talking to me like I was dumb. No, no, that ass though. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, that shit hit home. I like that shit a lot. Most of, most of. Um, what's it called? Um, I feel like. The racism in like Europe might be a little, I guess like I don't I don't even want to say more accepted, but I feel like it's just less challenged than it is here in America, because yeah. of like, I guess we all 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 of us black people know that like we we've, we've been slaves what mm. two hundred years ago, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But in Europe, I feel like they don't think like that, you know what I'm saying? Or I can't it, say how they think, but like because it wasn't you know they mean? didn't have slaves, over yeah, there, you know what I'm saying? It was I mean I'm I I I can't I don't know the particulars, but I'm pretty sure that this the actual uh, slave labor in Europe was not nowhere near what it was in the Western Hemisphere. Yeah, none of the bloodshed they didn't see over there. Um, they just had the mentality. Mm. So then, in like the fifties and sixties, when all them Jamaicans came from Jamaica up to England, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a lot. Of, it was racism, but it wasn't kind of as it wasn't as violent, mm. and it wasn't as uh, deadly. Mm. Yeah, that's a good word to use. But it was still effective, though. You know, it's still like. 
Systematic. They still, they, yeah, they still sequestered these people too. They pointed they small part of town. Mm-hmm. They still use police force to keep them there. They still like discriminated against people financially, educationally, etc. But the, it just wasn't as deadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a big difference. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was watching a show called Small Acts on Amazon Prime. You mm-hmm. ever seen it? I'm not hip. I'm not hip. It's a. It's like a Steve McQueen did it. It's like a. A bunch of short films about true stories that happen. I gotta watch it. Uh, this shit sounds interesting already. In England, against like you they're know, they're all black, in England, based yeah, in England, it's all okay, in England, gotcha. and it's all like black people, Islanders or or Africans against like the police force in some yeah, kind yeah. of way or some sort of institution in some kind of way. And I was just watching that shit, and uh, even back then in the fifties and sixties, like the way they talk to the police in the UK, the way black people talk to the police in the UK is kind of different than what black people in the 50s and 60s talk to the police in America. Word. Like if you talk to the police how black people if you talk to the police in America, how black people talk to the police in UK in that time, in America you'd be killed uh, easily. In the UK, you go to jail. Word. Not saying that any either one is more acceptable, mm. however one ends in death, the other one does not. Mm. You know, so I think that's like kind of why European racism gets doesn't get uh especially against black people doesn't really get that much light sunlight yeah, yeah you know like light saying? shit on it okay yeah. yeah i feel that i feel that it's they they kind of they kind of are able to just make fun of how stupid white people are you know stupid white white racists are i should say yeah where in America, like we can't just talk about how stupid they are because these niggas got guns. Yeah, in other countries, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? they want to kill you. Yeah, 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 literally. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and white. I should specify white racists, not white people. Yeah. You know. To all you racists out there, watch it. To all you racists. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> so, what instruments do you play? That's what I meant to ask earlier. I know you play the guitar. What mm-hmm. else is there? I feel like you got a. I play bass. I can play okay. some bass, which is basically just guitar yeah, with two yeah. less strings, and but it's a different approach. I can play drum machine, piano. The drum machine is the yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, piano, and Word, that's pretty right. much it. Okay, that's the the basics, the necessities. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're, you're a walking studio. You and then, you yeah, <laughs> and then with technology and plugins today, you know, you yeah, can yeah. play any instrument if you can play keys. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, true. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I. Do, that's what I. That's how I do it. Okay. Um. Far as like in the future, like with projects and just like your career in general, like who are some artists you want to work with, like around here, I guess, for instance. Around here, um, I'm the people I want to work with the people that that I'm working with. Most of you know what I'm saying. Like I'm just locked in with who I'm locked in with. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I really like what like uh Smith Taylor is doing. Mm-hmm. I really like what Kip Stone is doing. I like Nuke Franklin, Tay Miles. Right. Um. After this, you got to give me hip to them for sure. Yeah, for you, sure, for these sure. is all local people. You got to lock right. in with these. I trust your sound of music. After what I'm here, hey, hey yeah, let they me crazy. Know. Let me know. Um, but I'm locked in with the people that I want to work with for now. Other than like super famous people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just. I've been doing this for a long time, <laughs> so I'm just trying to get. I'm just focused. No, I feel that. I feel, I feel that. Me. And um. As far as like videos for this next album, I know Sensu Bean, the video came out like last summer though, mm-hmm. but like it still made it to this album. Um, any other videos releasing coming up soon? I saw you were shooting something recently. Yeah, just shot a video. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't dropped yet though, right? It hasn't dropped okay, yet. Okay, okay. What song coming. was it for? It's a song that's not out yet. Word. It's, it's some oh, so he's giving us some... Yeah, some, some new shit coming. Okay, it's some okay, new shit coming, okay. yeah. I got so, some new shit so in So are you kind of over the sketchbook wave now? Was that just like... 
a little moment in time, I guess you could say, and now you're just kind of on to the next thing. Well, volume one, yeah, sketchbook volume one is over with. It's done. It's well, it's out. It's the public has it. The merch is out. You can buy the merch. You can listen to the music. Uh-huh. The statement has been made. You know, Word. it's like when a movie is in theaters. The sketchbook is in theaters. Yes. You feel me? Yeah. And now we shooting or working on the next project. It's not necessarily going to be Sketchbook Volume 2. There mm-hmm. will be a Sketchbook Volume 2. Gotcha. There will be sketchbooks until I die, but every project is not going to be a Sketchbook Volume. Most of that. You know That's what I'm right. saying? Uh, this next, we I don't know what this next thing is right now, mm-hmm. but it's it's coming together. I, I got things that I'm ready to, to put out and uh, see how I feel and you know, like I said, I'm always working on shit. I'm always compiling. I got I'm I got like three different projects in my head, like uh, lists of tracks, and I'm yeah, always yeah. like taking one from here, putting one over. It's like always shit up here moving yeah, around. It's like the what is it called? The the what's it called boards with the strings. The whiteboard, yeah, exactly. Like the, like the heist boards. That's all. Yeah, thing I, you know yeah. what I'm saying? String to string. It's yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, okay. So um, but but some a definitive thing is there is music coming out there's singles coming out there's a video coming out that's been shot where we looking at uh either late spring early summer word, word, so word. like you know may june i'm waiting yeah I'm waiting. Right. yeah man. Have my, my, my uh, notifications on you feel me i got you man and <laughs> i might saying. and i might fuck around and just like drop some shit just out of nowhere like like you a know, little a little EP? Scooby snack or something like word, a, a word. single. Something to hold us over. Yeah, hey, hey. I got some shit, man. I got some shit. Word, word. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Um, uh, far as like the next project, is it gonna be more of an experimental approach, like in the aspects of like kind of like Kanye with Yeezus, mm. maybe not to that extent, or is it gonna be like what's like what's the kind of vibes you feeling? I don't know. Words. So it's I'm, a process. I'm still like I know that the songs that that are that I know that I'm about to put out very soon are uh, them type of tracks that's like, they have a familiar feeling, but they are different than anything you've ever heard me do. Mm-hmm. and But they still sound very much like me. And uh, yeah, they are experimental, but not, I just don't want, don't have expectations. Just, you know, take it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The music, is the product, not me. Mm. You feel me? Mm. So like, yeah. I feel that. I fuck with that. The you music know is the saying? product. Okay. Air Force Ones don't look like Air Maxes type shit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, I dropped some Air Force Ones, now I'm finna drop some fucking Air Maxes Facts. or some shit you like that. You got your, that. everybody has their, I don't want to call it phases, but their moods. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't feel the same way every single day. Exactly. You know what I mean? But so, yes, it's, it's gonna be some sounds on there. Okay. It's gonna be some shit going on. Okay, some okay. guitar, some singing, some harmonies, you know, shit that I always bring to the table. It's just, you know, we're going to shuffle it around and make it sound fresh and it it will be fresh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. And um, yeah. one of the last questions, um, I feel like you're like super creative, you know what I mean? Thank and you. I feel I can just like tell that by talking to you, like you're like, you're, you're like diction's like super advanced. Like, Thank you. Appreciate you real life, like, like you read, I'm assuming, right? <laughs> I don't read. You don't worry. I don't read a lot. Word. You just, you, you got good vocabulary. I you watch know what a saying? lot of TV. Word. I feel you. You watch the right <laughs> shit. You feel me? Hey. But yeah. um, far as like your visual aspect, have you ever wanted to like create like, cartoons or anything like that or just like create a tv show how did you know to ask me 100 i actually uh i actually have voice acted on some on some shit voice acted and co-wrote some shit 
Uh, with I my, can see that. I with my cousin. That. It's called Daytime Noir. It's on Hulu right now. Word. Um, What's it called? Daytime Noir. Daytime Noir. How do you spell mm-hmm. that? Like N-O-I-R? Uh, N-O-I-R like Daytime N-O- Black? Like, yeah, yeah okay. like Daytime Black. Black. Um, it's a little short animated thing that I did with my cousin well, back in 2019. Uh, my sister, like I said, she she getting her animation chops up. So we finna got down. When she get right, we gonna get right. Word. Uh, but I'm whoever's watching. Yes, animation is my passion. Voice acting is my passion. I love comedy and cartoons as much as I love music and food. You know what I'm saying? So What's like, holla at your guala, man. Yeah, yeah. I can write. <clears throat> I can voice act. I can draw a little bit. You know. I feel you, Mr. Creative. You feel me? I'm trying. Man. Have you? Um, it's funny because um, actually, like, I actually tried stand-up comedy for the first time like mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and like, I loved it on the aspect that like, I didn't do, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do, I didn't do too bad, but it's more so like getting out your comfort zone. Yeah. And I feel like you did an no, open mic. Yeah, nothing was as hard as doing like stand-up comedy. Did you bomb? I didn't bomb. I, I told okay. a few jokes, but like. I definitely could have done better, but it was just more so I've been thinking about this for like six years. Though. Same. And it's like, all right, nigga, just go up there and do it. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's an open mic night, an, an, um, an open mic night every like Wednesday and Thursday, like 15 minutes from my crib. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm just bullshitting. You feel me? Go test yeah. it out. And it was just fun. It. it was fun. Definitely trying to do it some more, but I just recommend like all artists or just everyone try it out because like you really get to like be personal with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like when you're performing, I feel like how you connect with the crowd is like the biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you can make niggas laugh who don't know anything about you, you can do anything. That's what I I try to do that in my live show. Like, uh, that's I think what separates me from other performers live because I can create a really when I perform I create like a real intimate connection with me and the crowd. What's that? Where it's like if some like the crowd is not like you know when you hear people like trying to chitter chatter in the background mm, yeah. you don't hear that when I'm performing they're locked in they're listening because I'm like yeah. I I'm I try to like embody that stand up kind of thing where I'm like telling jokes I'm I'm making myself interesting and trying yeah, to yeah. make myself like make my story interesting because i gotta stop you from trying to chop this girl down and listen to me yeah no for real though, you know what i'm saying real. so i'm not just about to get up here and play some songs that you never yeah, yeah, heard yeah, yeah. i gotta connect with you first so I, but yeah, i've like been working on a little i've been working on a little tight vibe you know word, word. Hey, i'm hey. trying I'm, a, I'm trying to get in the comedy world but try it out man i'm telling you bro it's like i think it's the best thing and when i say that i mean like i met so many people that night that i feel like i like i think of like a lot of stuff and just the art aspect like there's so many jokes up there like you never heard before that I feel like could be used for like interludes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes like jokes make like the best interludes on track sometimes. Like you yeah. know um J. Cole's song Runaway? Run it's away. like uh off the Born Center album. Runaway, run away. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like yeah, he has yeah, like yeah. the he has like a mic uh, a mic apps like um comedy sketch in the beginning of it and it kind of leads the, up to the what's the sketch what's the one it's like Mary Mary and I totally different don't they oh yeah when that the, nigga is not yeah, like that exactly yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah. but it's just like if you can and the same thing with like Kanye West and like the uh, the Bernie Mac thing yeah. but you know that's not Bernie Mac that's D-Ray Davis yeah of course I know that but it's Come just on, like man. that kind of shit though you know what I mean and like nobody incorporates that into music anymore mm-hmm. but like I feel like your music's like some of the last real shit left to where it would just sound like right on it type thing yeah that, I, you know mean, I mean you know I think I feel like comedy and music are very closely related uh, uh, Dave Chappelle says this all the time. Like, you know, musicians have a very an understanding of timing. We understand rhythm and timing. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that most Def could like be a stand up comedian if you he really wanted to. He did say that. He did say that. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, he that's, acts too. So yeah, you feel he's me? He's a good actor. That's the that's the realm. I, <laughs> I, I do. I love stand up. I write jokes. Uh, 
I've been, I just am scared to perform. I'm scared. It's, to, I'm it's scared different, to, man. I'm I was sweating, bro. And it wasn't even hot up there. I yeah. was drenched. And it was like yeah, an eight minute set, literally. You did eight minutes? Yeah, it was. It felt like, nigga, about 45, felt like 45 minutes. It was long. It Damn, felt long. you did eight yeah. minutes your first go yeah. around? I'm just yeah. trying to do three to five. Like It was solid. It was solid. Because I've been writing jokes for like forever. I'm talking about probably since like 17. And mm-hmm. I have like a whole like notes catalog, like on paper and like digital of like mm-hmm. just. Hella shit to just kind of like randomly like spread off, you know what yep. I mean? Yeah. And like the biggest part is just like being able to go after the crowd. Like if you don't know what to say, just like, all right, who looks funny in this motherfucker? Right. You know Rank what I mean? on a motherfucker. Yeah, like. for real, for real. <laughs> but it gotta be, it gotta be, it enjoyable. gotta be funny and can't mm-hmm. be too aggressive though. Mm-hmm. You be like, yo, nigga, you wild and like, man, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you gotta, just trying to gotta enjoy be the, the perfect energy. But you sure. know what I mean? And it's also the biggest thing on like reading the room. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing because like before you tell the joke, you gotta like see like the demographic. Am I gonna mm-hmm. tell the black joke, the white joke? Is it like men, women? What's the age? Yeah. You know what I mean? Do, do these people get social media? Do they not? Yeah. So it's like you got to have like forty jokes in your back pocket based off the demographic. Yep. Which or, is like the best or, part? Or find a way to tailor your jokes uh, to to the crowd. Exactly. It's like it's like if I showed you like a random crowd, you got to pick any album that would fit this crowd the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was uh, watching this Godfrey interview, and Godfrey was saying like, in order to be a comedian, you just have to know a bunch of shit. And that's no cap. Yeah. Like literally, you have to know. You have to know everything or a and little bit about And modern stuff going everything. on too. Yeah, like yeah. like what's going on in the news? Like he make a joke about Ukraine and make it funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like do you know enough about this shit to make it funny? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can't be like misinformed on a, on a topic. And telling the observation the joke about, has to be fresh. Exactly. It has to be fresh Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Like Michael Jackson jokes don't work right now. That shit's old as fuck. Old as... Unless you... you I mean? It's got to be... Heat. heat. It has to be. Heat. <laughs> you know what I'm Some saying? Shit no one's ever heard. But who hasn't heard every Michael Jackson? Who joke hasn't heard at every, this point? Every Michael same Jackson. with Bill Cosby. Shit's funny. Six years ago. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, it's a, not funny. Like the me, me, the me Too movement, we understand condolences all that. But, but the like, joke, the joke, the joke, the joke. And me? then, uh, or like airport jokes. Like everybody got airport jokes. Everybody Literally. got airplane jokes. Literally. You know what I'm saying? I got a few actually. I was like, but nah. I was like, nah, not right now. If you can make them, if you can make them hit, you can make them hit. Yeah, yeah. But it's like. You gotta. I mean, and and no 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 concept is is new. Nothing's new under the sun. But you yeah. know, you just gotta make that shit hit. Literally, you know what I'm saying. Literally. But I recommend trying stand up. I feel I'm, like you got. I feel like you got a good personality. You feel I'm me? I'm getting there, man. If you can I'm play guitar there, on stage in front of people, sing at the same time, bro, go up there and spit some jokes. It's man. different because like with yeah. music, don't everybody don't think they can play music. Where everybody thinks they're funny. Mm. Everybody think nobody is gonna say I'm not funny. Word, word, word. They might You're say, right, though. they right. might say, well, I'm situationally funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm like, I have my moments, right? You know, like, no, you're just doing impersonations of other comedians, nigga. You're not funny. That bro. ass. Like, so I fucking, I you gotta overcome that because when you do stand up, everybody's thinking like, hm, I would have said that better, or like that wasn't funny at all. Like, yeah, so that's yeah. the thing with playing music. You kind of got this barrier of like, yeah, I can do something you can't do. So shut the fuck up. Facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. <laughs> right, right. Man, man. Do you ever have like the fear of bombing when you perform? Music? Yeah. Never. Word. But uh, comedy, yes. I'm Word. scared. Word. I'm scared of bomb. That's crazy. So you know you're dope, obviously. Well, with music, I mean, yeah, like you... I listen to enough music to know... And if I, if I can play a album of my favorite artists and then my shit come on... And it don't sound completely jarring when my shit comes on. Yeah, yeah. And I can infer that my shit is good, you know? Facts, it's okay facts. to know when you good. Like, I'm good. Uh, and when I get on stage, I know what I bring to the stage. 
so if you're just not feeling me, you just might just turn your head and not be feeling me. But somebody in this crowd is going to be feeling what I'm doing because I know this shit is fire. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. comedy is a whole nother game. Because it it's your laugh, people's laughter is influenced by other people's laughter too. That's also true. Like, is it okay to laugh at this? Is it okay Some to laugh? Some shit might be funny as fuck, but you're like, uh, nobody else seems to be laughing. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. it's not funny, you know. But as so. a comedian, it's like, you got to find that barrier. It's like, it's it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it's definitely sure. hard. Like, I, I probably told like three total jokes. I say one and a half of them hit, and when I say half, I mean like I got like a one was like one was like definitely like a hitter, but a the, chuckle. Yeah, then the other two was like Loki dead as fuck, and I was like, all right. Then yeah. the, then the last one was like solid. Yeah, that's but, what it. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun, and it's also different like knowing that like most comedians aren't like as young as I am. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like most people start. How old are you? I'm 24. Yeah. But like a lot of people, like I know life ahead of you. Hey, I thought I feel like it's damn near over for real, but <laughs> hey, I guess so. But um, it's just more so about like that's why I started it because I was kind of like I don't really see anyone young trying like actual stand up. I just see niggas doing like Instagram, Instagram videos. Shit, but I'm like, how many of you niggas are actually funny? It's that, it's that capitalism. That you know what monet- I'm saying? I'm like, is Drewski actually a good stand up comedian? We you know what I mean? Is Desi actually a good stand up comedian? Is they you know are I mean? doing. They now I will. What Desi I will say about them is stuff. they are working. They are doing stand up. So I, I but never seen the live seen form of it though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's how you like know if you're funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just like, and that's just like where I got it from. But um, before we wrap it up, let's give, I don't know, give your mind to the audience. Like, what's the word of advice you could use? I feel like you've been through, like, some tough times. You've, like, overcame, like, your, your adversities. You feel me? What's something you can give to the audience? I don't have any advice, but I just will say, if you do something, do it every day. Practice. Like, if you play an instrument, if you make beats, if you play video games, if you write, if you do, do that, do, try to do what you do every single day period even if you feel like what you're doing is whack or whatever it's muscle memory mm. if you play basketball nigga you need to be doing shooting jump shots nigga or whatever y'all do every day <laughs> yeah yeah every day and not in like some like sort of weird like hyper like it got to be a, a a rocky montage thing but like if you're a guitar player or you play an instrument nigga play your scales in every key every day you know what i'm saying do your finger exercises every day. Do your vocal exercises every day. Get a get a get a pat, drum pattern laid down. Get a free idea written down. Wake up t- every morning and write for ten minutes, or just or whenever you write. Yeah. Just make sure you do what you do every single day. Most definitely. And even if you got a job and you say, "Oh, I don't have time," that's bullshit. You got time because when you get off work, you about to go smoke a blunt, jerk off. Take a shower, watch TV, and do some. So whatever, like before you, before or after you jerk off, nigga, play your scales. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Or before you watch TV until you fall asleep, nigga, play your, get your scales played. You see what I'm saying? That's just practice every day. That's all I gotta say. I feel you. Uh, Anything else to the audience? Uh, you know, stream that stream that sketchbook. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying. Follow yes, Peach sir. Curls on all on all platforms. It's Peach Curls, one word spelled correctly. Peach Curls, exactly. P E A C H C U R L S, one word. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, that's it. And then also the thing on Hulu, Day Daytime Noir. Daytime Noir, yeah. Daytime N O I R. You yep. feel me? Go check yeah, them yeah. out. I was blessed to have you on the show. Thank Literally you. my favorite guest by far. Oh, thank, thank you, you so man. much. Thank you. And until next time. Yep. Yes, sir. It was like hour 20, hour 30. <laughs>